Hello, and welcome to another edition of Community of Culture, The Black Perspective. I'm Brandon Sams, and with me here I have Imani McGarrow and Sierra Holmes. How are you ladies doing? Hi. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for last week, actually, um, I wrote uh, uh, about black music and the appropriation of black music, I guess you could say, and it being culturally smudged, to quote Azalea Banks. What do you ladies think of the column? Um, I liked it. I thought it was really good. And I liked the points that you made about our friend Iggy Azalea, um, also (laughs) known as Igloo Australia. Australia. Um, (laughs) And just because I feel like in my personal life, it's something that I've heard about a lot. But as far as reading about it, I haven't seen that as much in like publications. So I was excited that we had that in there yeah it was awesome to me like the the article was fire like (laughs) I I had to put that adjective on there because it you know it basically explains so much that we're not able to really open up you know and just be like oh my gosh like that really is true like it's Mm -hmm. it's really white faces in black spaces you know yeah and I really I was like okay Brandon's giving it to us like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think um a lot of people, I think, had a problem with me kind of coming for Sam Smith. Um, and I like him. I do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's just like the point I made in the column was there's better soul artists. Like he's not even the best of his exactly. genre. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he's a white guy doing this. That's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Let's praise him when you have people like Lettucey and people yeah, like Jill Scott and these people who write mm-hmm. their and like poetry, really. Mm-hmm. And they don't get recognized, especially by the Grammys. But, you know, then again, it is the Grammys and have to take into account who made the Grammys, the Grammys. and who has been excluded from the Grammys mm-hmm. for so long. Right. So um, I think that kind of could go, if we were to look at it a different way, that could go into a further discussion about um, where we seek validation yeah, um, exactly. from these organizations or these uh, committees that, you know, historically has never been have have never really recognized this like we i'm sure y'all have heard before being black and being women uh your parents or someone saying you know you have to work twice as hard to go just as far mm-hmm. and it kind of uh, pertains to this as well like these black artists they have to work twice as hard to get the same amount of recognition where for these white artists it's just oh we know who you are we recognize your name mm-hmm let me vote for you even though you're mediocre exactly and my thing is you know we put these people we put our people in this commonplace like you know we put our people in in a commonplace i'm sorry to repeat myself um as if that we can't grow grow from that you know and we put all these labels on these white people like you know like sam smith sam smith is awesome adele you know they have this soul but where did it originate from you know where where's it going and how and they they compare them to so many black people that have never been recognized people are like who is that oh my gosh they're amazing okay yeah because they don't you know they don't they they say that they're not um marketable. like it's like marketable or there it's a it's a strategy and we don't fall in that mm-hmm. so and i like that you included like older artists like Elvis Presley and the Rolling Stones with yeah. your comparisons of like Sam Smith and Nikki Zaley yeah. because that's something important and like there's this thing on tumblr that i always see 
um, I don't remember who it is that I follow, but they always have this little series and it's like, in today's edition of black people created everything you love and they're like <laughs> have like this person created this and then this person stole it basically what is this one? it's on tumblr i have okay. to find it for y'all it's so <laughs> funny but like it's just like every week i learn something new and i'm just like oh my gosh i didn't know this you know yeah. but i i just i was happy that you included that also because it's not like this is a new thing yeah at all and i also liked the part about the black scent which we had a a, a, a small discussion about in um the newsroom whenever that was going around because they were like what is this and i was like no this has to stay this is a thing (laughs) um you know just because uh there's this funny thing i think i saw a tweet and it was like i want someone to scare iggy azalea really bad so we can hear how she finally sounds and i was just like yes (laughs) (laughs) because it just my i think my thing with like iggy azalea specifically is just just feels so disingenuous like i don't believe it like you know i don't believe you're a baddie yeah you don't don't even well the funny thing is I don't know how true this is, so don't quote me, folks. <laughs> but I've I've heard that there's like videos of her earlier, mm-hmm. like her starting off uh, earlier on YouTube, and like she was kind of like going like the poppy route, mm-hmm. route or whatever, like I guess trying to sing or something like that. They compared her to like Britney Spears, oh. but then like something happened, and then she, you know, oh let me go down hip hop and let me, cause I mean let's get real, we know she don't write her stuff. Right. Like that's Ti mm-hmm. people, right. like it's. It's just disingenuous to the core. Which hurts my heart, too, because T.I. has been like, oh, I think he's been quoted saying, like, oh, like, Iggy Azalea showed me about female rappers, and it's like, um... (laughs) How? Okay, you know, so... Oh, my gosh. Like, I just love... I'm sorry to, like, go back to this article, but, like, you emphasize, like, rinse and repeat. Like, (laughs) it's just so funny because that's literally what happened. Let's rinse our hands with the black people, but let's repeat the same process that we're doing with taking away from their culture, you know, because it's not... It's it's like they're kind of trying to say that it's not enough for for you know the public eye for mm-hmm. us to be black yeah. and have talent like we need to it something has to you know be put in the middle mm-hmm. there to yeah. be marketable because yeah because yeah, white faces are mark more marketable they have been um what i was touching on in the column was how this has happened you know time time again you know i t- talked about uh rock and roll and then uh if you, blues kind of soul now with sam smith and adele and amy winehouse these types of artists and even like Edie electronic to yeah even with edm it was mm-hmm. started in like chicago and detroit by these like black men who were just you know mixing stuff and now it's like popular with all the little white kids and their college parties doing drugs and stuff mm-hmm. and you know, like i said it's just rinse and repeat and now you kind of uh, kind of see it happening with hip-hop the same question kind of happened back in like the early 90s when you had people like the bc boys and vanilla ice and mark Wahlberg. People were discussing, like, uh-oh, is hip-hop going to become, like, rock and roll? Yeah. But it persisted. So you kind of see the same thing happening now with, like, Eminem and Macklemore and Iggy Azalea. So there's no telling how it will end up. But it's just these these uh, genres get uh, taken and repackaged to fit, you know, a white ideal. Exactly. And then we... You know, being the innovative folks we are, mm. you know, we create something else. And because then let's be real. Who's going to buy it? You know, who's really going to put the money where the mouth is? I, I mean, I know this is a lot of slang for you all, but mm. I mean, this is just <laughs> <laughs> I think this is how people understand. But really, where where is the money going to go? You mm-hmm. know, if they were I don't want to I'm not trying to be on the uh, market team here, but 
black people really don't buy their stuff. You know, they go mm-hmm. to uh, SoundCloud, which is free uh, <laughs> for the most part, because yeah. they're not really going to buy it. So they're like, let's put some people that's appealing mm-hmm. and that they're going to buy. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to buy Sam Smith. They're going to buy um, who else is amazing. Adele, but I haven't heard from her in forever. But they're going to, you know, we buy mm-hmm. those people. It's like we don't want to put our money where our people are. We want to supply the white people. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of like a, a what came first the chicken or the egg thing so it's like mm-hmm. you're talking about marketing these people because they're more marketable but then at the same time you've never really put as much exactly. effort into trying to market someone else so you really don't know who if even a, you know we're only 13% of the population so we don't have that much uh, money to market towards anyway right. but mm-hmm. if you have never really tried to legitimately market black artists um to the masses you know of course we have outliers you know like michael jackson or whitney houston or like these greats who have uh who have overcame the odds or whatever right. but when you've never really tried to legitimately uh market Expand these people them. yeah yes. then you can't really say like oh well we're not doing it because black people don't buy it well it's like well black people go see white movies all the time so why is it when something's mostly black or when someone's black it has to oh, we can't do that because black people are, don't buy stuff. But then if something mostly white, it's quote-unquote universal. Right, right. Like, I don't get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do not understand it. Which also, this is a good segue, because <laughs> I was whenever you were talking about like Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, I'm trying to think like who like is a current like mainstream black artist that's like popular, and the only one I can really think of that's like beloved is Beyonce that's and it. Rihanna. Well, well okay, <laughs> easy. Take it easy. That's <laughs> oh, not no. the same. I love Rihanna, but it's not the she same. There's, they do different things. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Beyonce is really more universal. Yeah, yeah she is, but everyone loves Rihanna though. Yeah, well, bad girl Riri. Yes, now they love her. Yeah, but it was hard. It took a while. True, <laughs> um, but um, I and even with Beyonce though, it's like they still try and diminish her as far as like like because i was i did my daily sermon of watching all of her like the super bowl performance and the vma honestly it's the best (laughs) but um i was sitting there and i was thinking i was remembering like with the super bowl when people got mad because they were like this is a family event which a pro sporting event at night, really? That's right. where you bring your family to? Sure. <laughs> but um, they're like, she's dancing provocatively and all this stuff. And it's oh like, gosh. okay, sure, yeah. Let Beyonce live her life. Please. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, it's interesting, like, with the whole, because that also ties into, like, her whole feminism thing yeah. and like everyone well not everyone some dumb people being like Beyonce is not a real feminist yeah. and that whole yeah. ridiculous mess uh-huh. yeah 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 um it kind of uh like the whole Annie Lennox thing the whole controversy that happened when she was like Beyonce's not real feminism or whatever she had to say about that and they like you said they diminish these black artists especially like these black female artists because you know they celebrate madonna they mm-hmm. celebrate lady gaga like mm-hmm. oh my gosh they're so sexually liberated oh my mm-hmm. gosh look at them you know what's her name madonna had a whole book of just her naked called sex and then it's like oh my gosh this is great feminism yay <laughs> but then beyonce you know walks like a model on the super bowl and it's like oh my gosh this is so much this is like they don't want to see us have 
confidence mm-hmm. to the point where she's giving other people confidence. Mm-hmm. Like people have told me that like when you listen to Beyonce, you are just fire. And mm-hmm. I'm like, does it really change? And I, I know I know a lot of women that when they hear something powering, it gives them the confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can go to like so we can go into so much with just that alone. Yeah. But yeah. it's like they don't want to see the confidence being brought out mm-hmm. to yeah. where we can start making our own and marketing ourselves mm-hmm. and you know because that'll start dropping god forbid yeah. you know and yeah. this goes back to the column that imani wrote uh last week about womanism uh and as it pertains to feminism or f- feminism rather com- being a component of womanism right. mm-hmm. can you explain like what you wrote about and your opinion on it yeah so um i was basically just breaking down what womanism is um first of all because i didn't (laughs) realize this but a lot of people don't know and um i guess the most colloquial way to put it is just that it's it's the black woman's feminism because a lot of feminism um mainstream feminism like new wave feminism does not deal with the intersection of race and class in addition to all of the like equality gender gap stuff so um of course like with everything, we had to make our own way. <laughs> and um, that's where womanism comes into play. And also, one of the things that distinguishes womanism from feminism is just that with womanism in general, black womanists do not look at their black male counterparts as oppressors because they've never had the opportunity to oppress black women the way that white men have to white women. So mm-hmm. that's basically what it was i just talked about that and why it's important and how it came to be and of course the excellent alice walker quote (laughs) that womanism is to feminism what lavender is to purple Mm -hmm. which is pretty much the sum of it yeah so what do you think that black men have not been able to oppress black women the way that white men have to white women well see can you i'm sorry to cut you off what do you mean by press against Oh, press. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's the one thing I take task with as far as this whole thing, because like men do have more privilege, even Mm -hmm. black men, obviously we're on the same train as far as oppression goes, but I don't, I don't, I don't know because I get, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like, there are ways in which men are more privileged than women. And that's Mm -hmm. just the nature of the being. So I don't know. Yeah, because I, 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 I frequent, you know, a lot of um, online communities, uh, <laughs> quote unquote. And a lot of time, like with black guys who like be on whatever, like they always like, oh, uh-oh, here comes, not to me, but, you yeah. know, whatever woman's saying, whatever, oh, here comes one of those black feminists or whatever. And they have like all these, this long laundry list of like, mm-hmm. well, this black feminist writer wrote this about black mm-hmm. men and said that she should forget them and blah 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 and I was just like I I guess but um, I think that it's as far as black men's oppression towards black women it's not as severe you know given the inequalities that exist uh, racially Mm -hmm. but it's still very much evident like if you look at this yeah the civil rights movement or even like with the Black Panther Party Mm -hmm. of the 60s and 70s like um, oftentimes like women were excluded Mm -hmm. or they were uh, diminished rather mm-hmm. because they were women so right, yeah i think that black womanism k- 
kind of sprung out of the fact that black women were excluded largely from feminism mm-hmm. and then they also were largely excluded from the civil rights movement from these black equality movements because mm-hmm. like racism black men that's the face of racism yeah. sexism white women that's the face of uh that so it's like you know you have this intersectionality this group that you know uh what's the word i'm looking for they they get both of those uh, negative qualities, mm-hmm. you know, handed to them. So it's just like, okay, so what about us? So they right. had to, you know, carve out their own space and address some things that the civil rights movement wasn't addressing or that the feminist movement wasn't addressing. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how I think. So would you say, like, womanism, um, womanism, I'm sorry, and, like, feminism, would you say that they have no... Um, differences, like, you know, to the public eye? Like, you know, what defers them from each other um i think the main thing for me personally as far as women excuse me womanism and feminism goes is the bringing in those conversations about race and um class Mm -hmm. into the mix because a lot of the times with um conversations about feminism in the mainstream it seems like it's coming from one demographic which is middle class white women right Mm -hmm. and that's not really reality Um, especially for a lot of, I mean, for a lot of people in general, but also for a lot of black women. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the main way in which it differs because we bring those conversations into the mix Mm -hmm. and um, kind of incorporate those backgrounds and perspectives into the whole struggle for equality. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, that's how, uh, because like womanism, a lot of like layman's terms, like black woman's feminism, Mm -hmm. but it's also... You know, they talk about Latina women or, like, Asian women, Pacific yeah. Islanders. So it's just, like, you know, looking at, like Imani said, race as exists in all forms, not just black and white mm-hmm. class. And, again, like she said, the unique position of black men that... Because even with womanism, it doesn't so much solely focus on, like, females. It's mm-hmm. also take men into account and yeah. how gender norms and gender expectations exactly. negatively affect men. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's why I think that womanism is a more general concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, going yeah. back to the Alice Walker quote, mm-hmm. you know, it's a uh, feminism is just a component of womanism. Exactly. Yeah. Womanism is so much more. Uh, do you have anything else to say on? No, I'm no? just. No. It hurts my heart that people don't know what that is. And I know. I'm glad that we can talk I'm about so it. I'm so glad because exactly. I was like, wait, yeah. is it feminism? You know, I was <laughs> yeah. like, what's the difference? You yeah. Know? yeah. And in our staff, me- oh sorry, not to cut you no, off. In no, our staff no. meeting, all of them were like. I didn't know what this was, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> yes. please!" Like, gee, like no one. But none us. of them. They were right. all like, none of them were like, "Oh yeah." They were all like, "Oh, that's." Cool. I'm so happy for these black perspectives, exactly. you know, yeah. because it really is a black, uh, mm-hmm. not even just a black perspective. It's another perspective mm-hmm. than, yes. than what you're used to. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you didn't even know anything about exactly. it. So exactly. <laughs> like, so let's do a flawless transition <laughs> into our last topic, uh, which is the column that I wrote about uh, black homophobia, quote unquote. Um, a lot of people were surprised, like the the um, the direction I went with it. I mm-hmm. guess they thought that I was going to be like, you know, homophobia in the black community. Let's tear this down. You know, <laughs> black people are just so homophobic. Why do they hate I us? I did. I did. Yeah, think yeah. That. But no, I turned it, you know, on its head, and it's like, no, let's let's uh, let's examine the reason why exactly. this is called black homophobia, mm-hmm. as if it's, you know, exclusive to black people, as if these. As if it does not exist at equal or near equal levels mm-hmm. to <laughs> near equal levels in other groups, and you know you you always have to uh, 
have to uh, look at the way that you you um, you phrase certain words right. and certain yeah. certain uh, in certain conversations because it definitely leads one to believe a certain thing mm-hmm. or subconsciously it leads you to link certain things with others so when you racialize this kind of bigotry or this hatred then it becomes like I know within especially like with prop 8 back in what's that 2008 I think mm-hmm. when it failed in California a lot of like p- the pro gay groups they're like oh this is black people's fault because black oh. people didn't vote um vote in favor of the gay marriage uh, ballot, the Prop 8 thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them were scapegoating black people. Meanwhile, wow. you had these white Mormons who were calling people up and telling them not to vote on this thing and really campaigning against this. Yeah. So it's just, like I said in the column, it's just used as a scapegoat. Exactly. Like, oh, let's, exactly. let's get just these blackies. To, just to blame someone else for the bigger picture, you know? Exactly. And that's that's ridiculous to me because Republicans, the majority of Republicans are white Americans, you know, largely, you know, um, Europeans, however you want to look at it. And they, they don't really respect or acknowledge gay marriage. They don't agree with it. Texas still hasn't legalized. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just like that, you know, that's the big picture, but you want to go run with something that's easily, that can easily be like, you know, given more Mm -hmm. fire, fire, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, let's Black put people. all the baggage on them. <laughs> Black people, yeah. y'all, like, oh, y'all did not? this to us. Yeah. We can't get married because of y'all. Like, really? Yeah. And I like that you weren't saying that there does not exist yeah. this perception of homo, not perception, but this like stigma of homophobia in the black community, but it's not unique to us. Yeah. And like, I liked the point you brought up, which is something that I feel like we've discussed time and time again and we'll continue to discuss, is that black people are not allowed to be individuals. Yes. Any one of us is a representation of our whole race. That is amazing and, and yet, money. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, white people can do whatever they exactly. want. No one's looking at Snooky from Jersey Shore like, <laughs> ugh, bringing the race down. <laughs> right, okay. right. You know? Like, yeah, it goes back, like I put in the column, you have these uh, institutions like the Westboro Baptist Church and uh, the Family Research Council, these most majority white, almost entirely white organizations, mm-hmm. and no one's like, oh, look at white homophobia. Look at how damaging white homophobia mm-hmm. is to, exactly. to the gay community. But um, when you know, you have this black Baptist church or whatever, even just random black rappers like, oh, I'm cool with gay stuff, but don't do it to me. And then it's like, oh, look at these black folks always being homophobic. Right, right. And it's like, really? Like, why is him be- being black, why is his homophobia contingent on the fact that he's black? Why does that even come up into the discussion? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And my thing, to be honest, I think that um, black people in the way that, <laughs> I don't know if y'all watch Empire, but they're yeah. starting to be more accepting, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, you can't really... Um, change them mm-hmm. you know it has to be more of like if you believe in you know religion and etc religion can change you or you know whatever your views are on it but it seems like they're more of like okay I, I will accept you and I would you know hope for the best for you or something you know mm-hmm. how they try to make it like it's a big problem yeah but um I'll pray for you <laughs> you know so I just I feel like they're a little bit more accepting to be honest if you want to see it through media and etc I like that you brought up Empire because yeah. that's something that people have been talking about a lot. And uh, yeah, it's on right now, right? That's been our segue. Speaking of Empire, yeah, speaking of, no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I go ahead. Fin- no, you go. Ahead. I just I was just gonna say that I think that you brought up a good point that he's saying this is why he brought he made the show 
um, well, I don't know if that's what you're saying. How I interpret it is yeah. like you were saying. He's saying that this is why he created the show to yeah. like blow the lid. Yeah. Oh, what'd you say? Blow the proverbial lid. Yes. <laughs> off the issue, yeah, it's but blinding. it's it's not the bias is still there. Yeah, right. exactly. Because yeah. I don't want to like um, I don't want to like uh exonerate the black community like there's not an issue of homophobia in mm -hmm. it the only thing that i'm uh um i guess indicting is the 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 narrative that it's like such a huge problem that it's exclusively to the black community like mm -hmm. having a discussion about homophobia in the black community is a like we can have that discussion and it's one that needs to be had but it's not something that's so detrimental and something that's so unique or mm -hmm. so uh vigorous within yeah. the black community as opposed to other communities yeah, right. if you look at the latino community and machismo like mm, this kind right. of whole narrative about you know men being men and, yeah. right, women, right. and you look at the white community and their whole sports culture and all that's how another it's, discussion it, it expands yeah. you know exactly so like these this homophobia in itself that's the discussion that needs to be had not mm -hmm. just let's you know divvy it up blame, stratify yeah, it black right. homophobia blah blah because then that's not really helping anything mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's we pretty much it. We, we send that <laughs> really that well. Wrap that up right up. So, um, <laughs> any final words, folks? Um, no. I'm ready I for just, next week. I keep just saying that I'm excited, and <laughs> <laughs> because I am. Because the thing about this stuff is like, it's one thing for us to talk about it in our individual lives exactly. with our friends yes. or on our twitters, but doing podcasts like this and writing columns like this it's getting it to a bigger audience and nothing exactly. makes me happier than when i talk to someone who's like oh i loved your column not just because they love my column but yeah. because they learned something <laughs> right you know? like and that is that's all yeah. we can hope for is promoting those conversations where someone will be like so what about this or how did exactly. this you know? yeah. like we yeah. want to promote further conversation yeah. within the community period mm -hmm. yes in the black community because that's essential you know yeah. that's what our conversations kind of revolve around but we want the conversation to expand mm -hmm. to where we can stop just being about talking we can start doing things yeah. you know it's about Let's discuss something. Mm -hmm. Now, what is? What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. You know, yeah. like I love these. Exactly. <laughs> like going back to what Imani said. Like having these conversations, as opposed to people saying that I love your comment, I love it more. And they said, "Oh, how dare you!" Mm -hmm. Like when they're offended by yes. it. Because then I know, like, okay, it's, so you read it and, and you got it, yeah. and it, it was about you. You know. <laughs> you know, if the shoe <laughs> like, fits. Exactly. <laughs> if the shoe fits, then you know. Then wear it. Yeah, I'm cool. telling you. The hit dog will holler. That's, <laughs> that's what they say. It's not, it's right on the head. Right um, so um, we will see you next week or mm -hmm. <laughs> later um with uh, what are we talking about white supremacy and uh, reverse yeah. racism oh i love yes. that one you guys are gonna so, love it yes goodbye folks bye Thanks.